You are listening to the Wild Buck Podcast, home of the best deer, exotic, and big game hunting throughout Texas, the U.S., and Mexico. Let's jump right in. Today, we are talking all about hunting, free-ranging bull elk in Texas. Here to tell us more is Ricky Garcia of Mesquite Thorn Outfitters. Among his many exotic and native hunts are wild, free-ranging elk roaming the beautiful mountains of West Texas. Ricky, thank you so much for talking with Wild Buck today. Tell us more about elk hunting in Texas. We're talking wild, free-ranging elk that are native to the mountains of West Texas. Is that right? Correct. Uh, You know, elk is many years ago used to be in Texas, and I guess with the uh, pressure of Texas, we lost them all or had to die off. I'm not too sure I'm that far back in the history, but I know within the past 20 years, elk from New Mexico have been moving into Texas and these bigger ranches in out west along the border of Texas, New Mexico have started working on the habitat by clearing out brush and, you know, coming in and seeding in grass fields to, to help sustain the elk and help draw them in and keep them home. And the numbers have increased over the past 20 years. And the quality, the genetics, uh, there's there's some really good good elk out there. People are surprised that elk is, that Texas is producing 390, 400-inch mm-hmm. elk. Uh, some beautiful elk out there. And the species found here in Texas are Rocky Mountain elk. Correct. Rocky Mountain, you know, they... I said they most of them have moved in from uh, New Mexico and now are native Texans. Uh, the elk here in Texas live on some of the most beautiful terrain we have in Texas, but it's also some of the most treacherous. Uh, tell us what to expect on a wild Texas elk hunt as far as hiking, climbing, and roughing it out in the mountains of West Texas. You know, West Texas has got some flatland, low valley areas. Um, luckily, the ranches that we're on, we've worked on on uh, on the land for the elk in particular. So we've given ourselves a better access so we're able to move our vehicles up and down because it's big country. Uh, you're talking about you know, a couple of the ranches that I'm on are 150,000 acres, one mm-hmm. over 300,000 acres. So you've got a lot of land to cover. You could leave main camp and drive for two hours and you're not even halfway across so we have other camps set up closer to where we're hunting but you have of course your west texas mountains you have your canyons and you have your low flat you know grassy areas and it just depends what time of year and what the elk are feeding on Uh, of course you know during the hot summer months they like to be up in cooler temps a lot of times we've come in and made some man-made lakes that are i don't know easily five ten acre lakes uh, Mm -hmm. ten acre size lakes and these, you'll always catch the elk in there cooling off, especially right now when we've been running this 100 plus degree weather. Mm-hmm. But the ruts are not far along, maybe six weeks away, mm-hmm. and they'll start herding up them cows, and the bulls will start uh, eagling and start getting after one another. And before you know it, it's, it's prime time road action. Mm-hmm. Would you say elk hunting in Texas is growing in interest? And more importantly, is there enough wild elk in numbers to sustain a growing interest? I mean, what are landowners and biologists doing 
in the past five years, for me personally, an elk being one of my most favorite species to hunt, and I've been now going in this industry 20 years in the hunting industry, more and more talk of elk, more and more talk of trophy size elk, 360, 380. Last year, there were several bulls in Texas that were taking over 400 inches and not being able to register them in the record books because they're claiming that these were um, originally come from high fence ranches that got away and they're now roaming the ranches of West Texas, which in some cases, even in South Texas, you will have some elk that are ranging freely because of that. They've gotten out of these high fences. But however, in West Texas, these places, particularly closer to the New Mexico, uh, Texas border, mm-hmm. them elk have moved in and now become native. As I mentioned earlier, ranches have started running bulldozers and running chains to knock down the brush and root plowing and disking the fields and you know bringing in grasses. Biologists are starting to do their survey pre and post, and they're counting uh, numbers and though they're considered an exotic game. You can hunt them year round. Mm-hmm. We're kind of giving ourselves our own season. So we're not shooting uh, cows that are bred and we're not shooting the bulls in their velvet season. We're trying to get them at their, at their prime mm-hmm. right before the rut when they break up. But we are continuing as far as also calling out these elk herds and, and taking the, the, the coal, the management bulls that need to be removed and, and, allowing the trophies to, with the better genetics to put on age and to continue breeding, very similar to what we've done with whitetail. But also I've learned that a lot of what we've done with cattle, with Texas cattle ranching is known for a lot of that concept has been taken in mm-hmm. to elk as well, to managing these elk herds. And we're able to work with, of course, you know, biologists from New Mexico and Colorado that have experience with um with elks and we're able to you know trade knowledge with one another and research and improve these herds and numbers of of elk have increased dramatically how do i see it in the market it's a pretty well-kept secret in texas though the words out there but texas is also very private as well there's not hundreds of ranches out west that have them but there are dozens of ranch out west that have them um you got to know somebody to get you in and as well as any other place. That's what's tough for the working class guy is when a place has trophy quality, all you need is a corporate guy or an extremely wealthy gentleman to come and he'll buy the permission for those elk for five, 10, maybe even 20 years on out. Um, so it's what makes it hard for a working class guy. We don't have a draw system where you can just go out there and, mm. and you know, win a lottery system and get permission you have to be awarded uh, granted permission by the landowner mm-hmm. and it's either going to be he's giving it to you a free pass or you're paying for it mm-hmm. and i the ranches i i'm with uh, a lot of our knowledge comes from we've been so private for so many years entertaining just friends and family and some networking clients as well and so it's been a it's a for me, it's been very impressive. I remember 10 years ago, one of my first times being out West and not seeing a single elk. Didn't even know they were out there, but mm-hmm. been rumored that they were out there. Friends of mine that they're 
have family ranches that always told me about it. But as I mentioned in the previous five years, so many more pictures of the quality of bulls that have been taken um, in the numbers. I wish I had a book in front of me that I could give you a little bit more numbers as far as our, what we gathered on our surveys. I just hate to give you a number right now and, and be off. Uh, but herds doing really well on landowners in Texas. Some are also supplemental feeding uh, protein mm-hmm. to help to help the elk out. And not only the deer, but elk and mule deer as well are all benefiting from from the protein and from the habitat where we the work that's been done on the ranches to to bring in another food source mm-hmm. or a more sustainable food source. Yeah, as you mentioned, um, elk in Texas are considered exotic, even though they are free ranging and come from, you know, New Mexico. Um, and it is open year round. So when is the best time to hunt bulls? Well, you're going to be very similar to your Western states. You know, your rut's going to kick in. You see, uh, mid to late September, you know, the moon phase is a factor uh, there as well. But usually about mid to late September, you be prime time rut action. So you want to catch them, you know, early September, late August when they've just rubbed out of their velvet and into their hard horn. And of course, you know, before they get broken up in the, the peak of the rut. You know, as we're doing this podcast, it just hit me that, you know, Texas really has it all. Whitetail, mule deer, uh, the long list of exotics and every hunter's dream a big bull elk. Uh, what's it like being a guide and outfitter for you in Texas to, you know, to be able to offer all this? You know, it's, uh, yeah, I'm going into my 20th season. I, wow. I remember a 17 year old kid, the first time I got a job on a ranch and I still remember guiding my first deer hunt. And of course I remember my most recent hunt. Um, I never, I knew that it was, it's who I am being in the outdoors. It's who I am. It's my passion. I enjoy sharing it with my family, my friends and memories with the gentlemen that come from all over the world, not just in the States or locally to come on and take some time and have this experience with me. I've been very fortunate to share opportunities from all over the place from, you know, Texas being home, South Texas being home, mm-hmm. Whitetail being our most popular, but having friends out West where I'm able to, getting the elk, the West Texas mule deer. Uh, not so much in the antelope, not at the moment, mm-hmm. but we're, you know, I'm sure the opportunity will come around as well mm-hmm. for that. But it's just it's been a great honor to see the sport change. Um, in the past five years, you've got so many, so uh, a large amount of women who are now hunting. Um, mm-hmm. 15 years ago, when I started guiding, or sorry, it's now 20 years ago, but 15 years ago, mm-hmm. the first five years, there was no women at all. And 15 years ago, there was one and every year, but within the past five years, my personal experience, there's, mm-hmm. they're coming by the handfuls versus you didn't have a dozen in the first 10, 15 years of my career, but in the past five years, and along with my friends and my associates, uh, partners that I have, from Colorado to British Columbia, Mexico, there's more women hunting. There's just period. There's a lot more women hunting in this sport and taking in the sport, which is, I, I believe, is awesome in so many ways. 
I hope that that encourages more kids because that's where my fear is that the kids, the next generation are not taking in the hunting sport, the conservation that right. hunters put into to, to the species of, or in multiple species. Mm-hmm. So it's been a, it's been a great honor to be a part of the industry for so long to see the change, to adjust with the change. And I'm really glad that I've, you know, being an outfitter in Texas, I've done some exotics. I offer some exotics. Some are high fence, some are, are free range, mostly free range. I, I've stayed really true to my free range roots, my low fence roots, mm-hmm. being I'm from Carrizo Springs, the heart of the Golden Triangle, where big deer have originated from. Mm-hmm. And still fortunate to have some of those great South Texas ranches with big white-tailed deer as well and not to have the big mule deer and sorry the big elk and to see to see the progress that they've made and to be a part of it's been a flattering experience flattering yeah i can't think of a a a better trophy than a you know a big texas bull elk that you know like you mentioned 300 400 and they are wild free range that's that's pretty hard to believe and I'm glad I, uh, you know, we were able to, to talk about this and bring this topic to light. Absolutely. We're glad that you guys thought of us and uh, reached out. Glad that we could be a part. Because I've mentioned to you before, anytime I can help with any questions, whatever I can do to spread the knowledge, to encourage somebody to participate in the sport, and maybe not so much pull the trigger or draw your bow back and shoot something, but come take in the outdoor atmosphere. Come take in the, the hunting camp. Mm-hmm. standing around by the campfire and the conversations that come around with it, the steak dinners, the barbecues. I encourage people to come out and do that. Invite somebody, bring somebody out, take them out of their box and tell them, hey, come get, come to our world and come come share this true peace and quiet of the outdoors because it's a beautiful thing. I, I, um, I have, every day is a beautiful office for me. I never know. I mean, I do know where I'm going because I, I map out my schedule or plan out my schedule, mm-hmm. but to have different ranches, different views, different sceneries, to be in a different state, a different country at times, the different weathers, it's just so beautiful to take it all in. Whether it's 110 degrees outside or it's below freezing, I learn to enjoy it all. As long as I got the right gear, I'm happy. I don't like being cold and, uh, cold and wet, it's a bad combination. Uh, but I really do enjoy the outdoors and hope to continue to share the outdoors with many others. And I encourage those that have the opportunity to bring somebody new, bring them. Don't hesitate. Do not hesitate to bring them. If you ask me, you got a, you got a, a great life to be able to, to get out there and do what you do. Uh, Ricky, if any listeners are interested in hunting wild, free-ranging elk right here in Texas, how can they get in touch with you and, and learn more about this? Best way to get a hold of me is by email, and it's Ricky G R I C K Y G dot M T O at gmail dot com. I'd be glad to give out my phone number. My phone number is on there. If somebody wants to contact me, go visit my website. My phone number is on there. Call me. Um, I don't want to just put my phone number out. We don't offer dozens of elk hunts. Um, we've been as it grows we're selling a few more hunts, you know, our specialty is really more on the management side right. to, to, to keep continuing improving our herds, but there are some opportunities. I always have a couple openings a year 
feel free to send me an email. Those that are interested at rickyg.nto at gmail.com. Any questions, I'll be glad to answer your questions. You can shoot me your phone number and I'll be glad to call you. Uh, I'm usually driving in between ranches. It's a great time for me to take advantage to call people back at that time. There you have it. One of the most intensely managed species in Texas, the free-ranging Rocky Mountain elk. Stay current with Mesquite Thorn Outfitters on Facebook and Instagram at Mesquite Thorn Outfitters and MesquiteThornOutfitters.com. Offering hunts in Texas, Mexico, Colorado, Utah, and beyond. If you enjoyed this, like, comment, share, subscribe, and consider leaving a review on iTunes. Thank you for listening to the Wild Buck Podcast. For more hunting content, information, and photos, follow Wild Buck on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and subscribe to our podcast. Podcast.